The time is 7.33 and clearly President Moon Jae-in has his hands full right now. He called an emergency meeting after midnight to deal with these wildfires that have been spreading. But we did want to talk this morning about his presidency more generally speaking. So let's just... Um, take a wider lens for a moment if we can uh, although of course uh, we do wish this government all the best in in safely as possible resolving this unfolding fire situation he he does uh, well unless there's some change in the schedule depending on how things go in the next couple of days but he does have lined up a seventh summit with his american counterpart donald trump next thursday that will be their f- first meeting, though, since the US-North Korea breakdown in Hanoi. It's a critical time anyway because of President Moon's political challenges at home with nominees struggling to get confirmed for cabinet posts. This week's by-elections weren't exactly glittering for the ruling party. And uh, we've also got the sluggish economy to talk about. But against that backdrop, he might be able to lift people's spirits if he helps guide President Trump towards dialogue once again with North Korea. Let's welcome on the line political analyst Dr. Kim Ji-yoon. Good morning to you. Good morning, Alex. Um, first, I'd just like to ask you whether you, you think there's any possibility, it's hard to predict at this point, do you think there's any possibility that that Trump summit could be affected by what's going on uh, with these fires here at home? Um, w- would that be unprecedented for, for a summit like that to be cancelled if this was to go, say, a few days without being brought under control? Um, no, I think it would have proceeded. I mean, I, would just, I just hope that it will um, be safely ended before that. Um, and, well, I don't know. I mean, it, it's the, a lot of the you know, firemen are just there and they are uh, getting into that area. So it will be... Um, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I understand. But w- we only had one day of headlines on the by-elections, and now, of course, I'm sure many of the headlines will be focused on this fire situation. Um, and I don't want to make any cynical comment about that, because it's understandable that that would be the case. But these by-election right. results deserve further analysis. And I'd like to ask you how President Moon would be responding to what happened in just those two parliamentary seats. Right. Um, well, I mean, technically, there's a, not much of a critical change in the seat composition. So, uh, if you're talking about the the cooperation in the in the process at in the National Assembly, I don't really think it will be very different. And if you're talking about you know how the President Moon and the Blue House will feel about the situation, uh, that was not a disaster, but um, it was something that the Blue House and the ruling party to be wary of. Uh, Mr. Hwang Kyo-wan, uh, the new leader of the AKP, it was actually the test for him and for the leadership. Um, well, he didn't really win the both uh, seats in Changwon Songsan area, but he managed to hold one seat and did okay performance um, in Changwon Songsan. Uh, it was not impressive, but he still got some winning points. Um, but for MPK, they probably would not have expected to win Tongyang area. Uh, because it's a political bastion of AKP traditionally, yes. but considering uh, what happened in the local election last year, because they won the two um, the uh, mayorship uh, there, so they must have felt um, that the mood has totally changed, basically back to uh, before uh, the presidential election 2017. Back and to a kind of just, conservative yeah. default. 
Right. So this is a situation, not the disastrous one, but the, the government and the ruling party to be a little bit worried about. Because, of course, next year we'll see the general elections here. And exactly. this was the closest thing that we've had to a litmus test, not right. just on the ruling and party, but perhaps on President Moon's pre- administration itself. Right. And the Justice Party, they won the Changwon Songsan with the help of an unified candidate. Um, but it was a difficult win. And I personally think that the result was sort of a um, tribute by the constituents to the late National Assembly man, Lozhe Chan. And, but if you were, if they are running again in the district, the same district with the same candidate next year, I'm not really sure. Interesting. Well, it was very close, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it was very close. Hundreds of seats between them. Uh, sorry, hundreds of votes between them. Um, President Moon Jae-in, though, has also been, no doubt, racked with worries about his cabinet nominees. And he must be very frustrated with right. his staff for... for um, not vetting more thoroughly the candidates and not quite right. uh, uh, estimating exactly how badly this would have gone. Uh, right. But, I mean, is this really a big problem for his presidency or is this one of those situations where that's just where the focus has been for now, but it will blow over? Well, there was always a problem in the voting process, um, not just in this administration, but before as well. In Pakistani government, they also had a lot of problems with the voting process, and there's always problems with the candidates. But I think somehow people have some expectation for this government. Like, you know, President Moon is kind of famous for being a very clean person, and, you know, the, the way he uh, behaved when he was um, the chief of staff, etc. He, he was really, really well known and famous for that. So people have a similar expectation for the whole government, the cabinet members, and then we see the different results. So, but so, voting process has been always problematic, and this government is not really different from before, and that's the point people are disappointed with. Um, but well, still, um, having said that, still the Blue House needs to think seriously about. Um, the, you know, the, uh, the voting people like Mr. Chuguk and Mr. Choyonok. Um, it's not just a political point, but from the people's point, there's a complaint about it as well. Um, not just this point, but from, I think, since the inauguration of the President Moon Jae-in, I think. I mean, even President Moon's own spokesperson has stepped down over real estate speculation. Right. But we've also got this situation now with Jin Young, who mm-hmm. was confirmed as Interior and Safety Minister albeit under some cloud of controversy. But the incumbent minister, as I mentioned briefly earlier in the show, Kim Bukyam, is currently mm-hmm. on the scene in Gangwon province over this fire. It's not exactly the scrutiny that would be ideal for Jin Young to come into the job at this moment in time, is it? Yeah, well, he is a newly appointed person. So, uh, this is a little, sort of, a, I think, emergency situation. There's probably some miscommunication between them, I think. Um, well... Like Mr. Kim Bugyeong, you uh, have to think that he is the person who has a aspiration for the, you know, the next presidential election. So he is a sort of a presidential hopeful. So this is a time for him to do his own politics, I think. Mm. And at this point, it's not really, I don't know, very smart to uh, say that, oh, this is your job, or oh, this is my job at the time. So. No, I understand. It, it, it's yeah. just, well... It, a baptism of fire, almost quite literally, in that job. But maybe if he steps up to the challenge, it's a great way of answering any doubts about his 
eligibility for the role. But um, as far as President Moon's concerned, we've, we've got the distraction of this fire now. We could also have the distraction of whatever happens with President Trump next week. What, what are your expectations for the impact that summit could have here at home? Well, the summit usually work for the president, and unless there's a disaster, the president would probably pick up some points and numbers for his approval ratings. Uh, but I don't really think it will change that much of the domestic political landscape in a big scale. I mean, after all, the Hanoi summit fallen apart, and there's some fatigue um, about uh, the North Korean issues and Trump and et cetera among the people, I think. Um, and the current situation has not been much changed from what it was like in April last year. As, um, of course, it's much better than what it was like April in 2017. Uh, but the problem is that people are forgetful. And so it will probably um, give some points for President Moon uh, for a while, but uh, usually it, uh, it fades out. Uh, and then the political landscape, I don't know, unless the President, Moon, President Trump and and Chairman Kim Jong-un meet again and do something. I don't really think it will have that much of an impact. And that's the thing. Even if they do meet again, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we've had a lot of reports lately that they yeah. were even further apart than many expected in, in Hanoi. The, the idea, for example, that President Trump was making demands for complete verifiable right. denuclearization. Mm-hmm. Um, after and it's kind of madness in a way because after months of negotiations where you think they're possibly getting closer and that maybe explains why there was that abrupt ending in Hanoi N- no amount of mediating from President Moon can close that particular gap can it? Well that's probably you're talking about the um, President Moon and his role as a mediator I think um, but uh, well I mean, I think that President Trump, he thinks that President Moon can do something when there's the, the talk between the North and the U.S. in, in deadlock. Uh, but I'm not really sure the, the usual people in Washington, D.C., and who are foreign policy experts and also the Congress people uh, that the South Korea is uh, doing um, and the President Moon is doing for uh, the good things for the United States. Right. Um, there's a big and deeply rooted mistrust in the North Korea and more serious thing is uh, that is coming from the north. I mean, you probably remember that North Korea withdrew uh, people from Kaesong area uh, a few weeks ago. And although they came back in a couple of days, but it appears that North Korea is not really happy with the fact that President Moon is doing um, not, they actually feel that President Moon doing uh, is not doing enough. And they t- seems that it seems that they are sending a signal um, to the Blue House that um, that North Korea is not really happy with the yeah. situation and please do something. <laughs> yeah. That's the more serious thing, I think. That liaison office is um, certainly in a, in a pretty right. tentative state right now. And coming full circle in the conversation, I honestly, like many others, would have been aware that we're likely to see a political cycle swing back in the conservative direction at some point, but I didn't necessarily expect that to start happening quite this soon we still have the general elections next year but with the north korea situation potentially stagnating um do you do you would you go so far as to say that the political mood is actually shifting right now in the country 
Well, it is um, certainly, as you said, that the political mood is swinging back to the conservative side, but I don't really think it's that seriously. Um, the result of the by-election shows that, I think, um, the people are not really happy with the Moon government, but they also uh, not yet uh, moved by the LKP, and they are not really happy with the LKP and still have a lot of doubts in that. Mm. So that's uh, how the, the, the election outcome shows uh, when the North Korean issue and stagnation, if it goes this way, I don't really think it's going to be a big problem or a big issue in the next general election. Because it's general election, it's not the presidential election. And if it's uh, main, remained at the status quo and North Korea does not doing any provo- provocative things and there's no nuclear test, there's no missile test, and people probably will focus on other things like the economy and the, the district issues. So if it goes this way, and uh, then the North Korean issue will be probably forgotten in the general election, but yeah. it will come up in the presidential election. Well, Dr. Kim, my fear is if we don't see progress between Kim and Trump uh, mm-hmm. before next year, the chances of there being no provocations, I, I don't know what figure I'd want to put on that, but I certainly would be worried. Uh, thank you. Wonderful to have you with us on the line. Well, thank you. As always, Dr. Kim Jiyun, political analyst. The time is 7.46. Let's get over to our news bite with Kim Hae-young.